Eureka by John Thomas, Volume 1 Chapter 1, Section 4, Part 4 Every Eye Shall See Him The personage to be seen is indicated in the next sentence as he who was pierced. Every eye shall see him whom they pierced, as saith the Spirit in Zechariah 12, verse 10. I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn before him as mourning on account of the only begotten, and be in bitterness before him as in bitterness on account of the firstborn. In that day great shall be the mourning in Jerusalem, as the mourning of Hadad-Rimmon in the valley of Megiddo. And the land shall mourn, families apart from families, the family of the house of David and their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart and their wives apart, the family of the house of Levi apart and their wives apart, the family of Shimei apart and their wives apart, all the families that remain, families apart from families, and their wives apart. The passage in the Apocalypse has reference to this. Its language is a condensation of Zechariah's. Every eye shall see him, and they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the land shall mourn before him. But the every eye comprehends more than all the families that remain. The resurrection of certain of the dead is also implied. For, as the reader will remember, Jesus said to the Pharisees and others in the days of his flesh, Strive to enter in at the straight gate, for many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up, and hath shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know ye not whence ye are. Then will ye begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye are. Depart from me, all workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of the deity, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come to where Jesus then was, from the east and west, and from the north and the south, and shall sit down in the kingdom of the deity. And behold, there are last which shall be first, and there are first which shall be last. Luke 13 verse 24 Jesus spoke these things to persons then living, and while the genealogies of the family of the land were in existence, which is not now the case, the families and houses named by Zechariah cannot now be defined. Hence, the resurrection of the dead belonging to those houses is implied. To some of these families it was said by apostles, To this end the Anointed One both died 
and rose and lived again, that he might rule over both dead and living ones. For we shall all stand before the tribunal of the anointed one. For it is written, As I live, saith Yahweh, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to the deity, that Jesus anointed is Lord, to the glory of deity the Father. Philippians 2 verse 11 So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to the deity. Romans 14 verses 9 to 12 That we may receive again through the body the things according to which he practised, whether good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10 Every eye, then, is comprehensive of classes of Israelites and Gentiles, according to flesh and spirit. The eyes of the latter, who shall see him in joy and peace, are the eyes of the four cherubic living ones, which are full of eyes, before, behind, and within. Revelation 4, verses 6 and 8. These eyes will not weep and mourn, for they will see the King, Yahweh of armies, whose eyes of glory they will be. Isaiah 6, verse 5. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see the deity. Matthew 5, verse 8. The deity manifested in spirit flesh, and of which manifestation they shall be the hypostasis, or substratum. But every eye will be directed towards the Lord, as the great object of absorbing interest, for weal or woe to all mankind. For the glory of Yahweh shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see together. Isaiah 40, verse 5. Again, it shall come, that I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. Chapter 66, verse 18. The glory which they are to come and see is stated in verses 15 and 16, where it is testified that Yahweh will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword will Yahweh plead with all flesh, and the slain of Yahweh shall be many. This is his coming with the clouds, at the time that he has gathered all nations against Jerusalem to war. For then shall he go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. Then, says the prophet, Yahweh my Elohim shall come in, all the holy ones with thee. Zechariah 14, verses 2 to 5. In this fight against the nations, Gog is overthrown with pestilence and blood, and, saith Adonai Yahweh, I will reign upon him, and upon his bands, and upon the many people that are with him, an overflowing rain, and great hailstones, fire, and brimstone. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am Yahweh, or he that shall be. Ezekiel 37 
verses 22 and 23. But while the armies of the nations, subjected to this terrible overthrow upon the mountains of Israel, see the glory that defeats them, the multitudes of the nations themselves, in their several lands, are not eyewitnesses. To these, therefore, it is made known by proclamation through certain who have witnessed it. Hence, speaking of the remnant of Israel in Jerusalem, the Spirit saith, I will set an ensign among them, and I will send of those that escape unto the nations, Tarshish, Pul, and Lud, sounders of the truth, to Tubal and Javan, the isles afar off, which have not heard my fame, nor seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations. Isaiah 66 verse 19 and Revelation 14 verses 6 and 7. When every eye shall see him upon these principles, it will be manifestly a time of great trouble. It is, in fact, the time of trouble, both of Jacob and the Gentiles, out of which, however, Jacob shall be delivered. Jeremiah 30 verse 7. Daniel declares it to be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation to that same time. Chapter 12 verse 1. Israel's hopes will be at the lowest ebb, and unless another Joseph appear as in Egypt for the salvation of his father's house, they must perish. But the eternal power has provided for them a deliverer after the type of Joseph, who at his second interview with the nation, his brethren after the flesh, will reveal himself to them in the day of affliction. And when they shall discover, as Zechariah teaches, by the wounds in his hands, that he is Yahushiah, or Jesus, who was wounded in the house of his kindred. Chapter 8, verse 6, and chapter 12, verse 10. And that it is to him they are indebted for deliverance from the enemy. They will mourn and be in bitterness before him, as their fathers were in Joseph's presence, whom, as they had served Jesus, they sold for a few pieces of silver. All the tribes of the earth will howl, for the anguish of the times will be great. Israel among the nations, as a lion among flocks of sheep, Yahweh's battle-axe and weapons of war, to break in pieces the nations and destroy the kingdoms. His new sharp threshing instrument, to beat the mountains small and to make the hills as chaff. His fan, to fan them, a whirling wind to scatter them as thistle down. Jeremiah 1 verse 20, Isaiah 41 verses 15 and 16, and chapter 17 verse 13. Even so, Amen.